this show just makes me want to fucking die. And it's not just me. The ratings for this show have plummeted through the crust of the earth. This is, this is a bad show run by a bad promotion. You can't get much worse. Uh, it's just none of this shit makes sense anymore. He did the whole show. He just forgot to record. <laughs> now I got to edit that open. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the One False Show, the show that is not only. Can someone else talk so Erica's face will not be the one highlighted on my screen? She's so, so not angry. only a friendly, Erica, a friendly conversation about professional wrestling, but also a quiz show. I'm Shawnee Constant here to hand over the dominance to Erica Banis, who is <laughs> starting the show upset for reasons that I'm not quite clear on. Erica, how are you doing today? I, I love how you're like, oh, I'm going to have to edit this out. Yeah, you're going to have to edit out what? Two whole seconds. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry you have to edit out a tiny blip of me making a joke. I apologize, sir. I'm doing, I guess, fine. Fine. That's a good joke. Thank you. Gonna drink up. my mojito now. Thankfully, Erica has a mojito on hand. And uh, we're gonna go ahead and, and, and try to and try to play this game. It's a game we have what three rounds. Uh, they have some uh, interesting names, not double entendres whatsoever. Uh, they I give you guys some points, and yeah. uh, we talk about wrestling. That's how this goes, right? Yeah, that sounds all right. All right, all right. And so I have, have to introduce you. Who is the champion from last week? Who was the champion? Justin Valentine. That's right. How excited are you this week? I'm very excited, and I'm going to keep uh, kissing the wonderful, beautiful ass of Erica. Sorry to her. <laughs> you know, that it sounded better in my head than I Phrasing. said. <laughs> I know. I'm like, Crazy. I'm like, it sounded better in my head. It sure. sounded better in my head. I'm going to apologize real quick. Um, I, I, what I meant was, I'm gonna, I'm going to credit my win last week on the big box of Cheez Its and the big case of Pepsi that Erica bought me for my after school snack. I have a couple of the Pepsis here with me. I got the bag of Cheez Its sound effect right there and uh thank you erica for that i am excited to be your champion goddamn latchkey child once again if everyone would let me know what their snack of choice is i would buy them snacks however shawnee and Nate, i don't know what kind of weed you smoke and i don't know if i could afford <laughs> it's it it's a snack of choice well i come on i try to I'm, I'm trying to be a good friend i would accept orange slices Ooh, duly good. noted thank nice. you too i also you already got slices. a snack i just orange, orange slices and capri suns <laughs> diggity dog that is the voice of our many many chime champion mr nate yeah hi not with the the tag this week how you doing sir uh i am fine uh i am uh frustrated by professional wrestling but I don't think I'm alone. No, no, I do not either. As the person who had to craft the questions for this week, <laughs> well, I let uh, I let my enthusiasm rise 
to the <laughs> level that was expected of it. To the moment. And <laughs> finally, that giggling goof right there, Mr. Chuck Bean. How are you doing, sir? I would like to formally uh, ask for peanut butter M&Ms to be put on the shopping list, Erica. Uh, and I'm doing all right. I'm really curious how much of this show I can get right in a week where, um, well, not a lot of wrestling was viewed through these eyes. So we'll we'll see. All right. I'm going to be I'm going to be throwing answers real hard. This might be just a whole confessional episode. Like, yeah. like, just could be. Did anyone watch anything? <laughs> I was going to say, it's, I don't watch wrestling anymore. <laughs> there were there were five. No, wait, six shows, six main shows to watch. I watched two. All right. So. All right. Anyone want to go over under two? <laughs> nope. And All right, let's go ahead and start the game. Let's start the game. We do have a champion's advantage here on the One Fall Show, so we're going to start with Justin, and we're going to give you the chance to uh, choose the category. Would you like to do a go with Smacked Raw, um, the Midweek Meet, or Around the Ring? Also, um, not a double entendre. Gotcha. Uh, first off, I want to add to the shopping list Chippewa cookies, and I would like to go with uh, you already Smacked Raw. What? A snack. It's not for me. It's for everybody. All right. <laughs> I'll share. I'll go smacked raw since we're coming off a of hell in the cell. All right. Smacked raw. <clears throat> for one point, Justin, what's the show I no longer care to talk about on Monday nights? Wow. <laughs> I mean, and this, this goes for any wrestling fan at this point. Uh, that would be raw. Monday that is correct. Raw. <laughs> Anyone have anything to say about raw? I hope not as much as last week. Uh, hooray for spooky <laughs> bullshit. I'm done. Yeah, I liked Alexa Bliss's little moment. Spot with Nia Jax at Hell in a Cell. How? I just like spooky Why? bullshit. I, it, it's so, but it's just, it's so egregious. Like, even in the realm of spooky wrestling bullshit, look, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay, look. There is a part of me, above and beyond my love of spooky bullshit, there is a part of me that believes that one of the greatest things in professional wrestling is when you have an actual legit physical athlete competitor that gets in the ring with somebody who's nothing but a character and then suddenly has to deal with a universe where that character is a is has an actual chance to beat them when kurt angle has to deal with an undead biker like that shit is when you stop and think about it that shit is funny yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, they're just they're literally ruining Shayna Baszler's career. They're ruining any opportunity that she has to go and uh, have, uh, you know, have a, a, a career in MMA after this. They're ruining her ability to work as a wrestler. I mean, like, really, honestly, it, it's it, I, it, if if you're paired with Alexa Bliss at this point, like your career is done. Like you're just, you're, you're, you're done. No one's going to treat you seriously. Everyone's just going to remember when, you know, the 98 pound little blonde girl who uh, is absolutely <laughs> goddamn preposterous with every, uh, everything she does. She can hypnotize people with her eyes, guys. Uh, you know, like uh, how, how do you recover from that as an actual genuine athlete or performer? I will say. I, I know Alexa Bliss and what she's doing right now. It's person by person. Some people love it. And if you don't love it, you hate it. Right. 
I get that. But you can't blame Alexa Bliss for what's happening to Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler has been ruined since she lost to Becky Lynch at WrestleMania and they teamed her up with Nia Jax. Hell in a Cell was the first one-on-one pay-per-view match she's had since losing to Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Shayna Baszler has been ruined for a long time before this storyline with Alexa Bliss. Not irrevocably. Not irrevocably. I mean, like this, this is so, so egregiously bad that I don't know that there's any anything that you can come back from. You know, before, I mean, again, she was, you know, she was a tag champion. She was doing dumb shtick with Nyla, but you can you can chalk that up to the booking. If someone came to me and said, listen, it's either your job or you get in the ring and you count the lights to Alexa Bliss, I would take my shit and walk. I would leave. There's no way I'm putting the future of my career in the hands of a joke gimmick there's nothing that wwe sees in Shayna, so she's got to look beyond wwe all right, all right. compelling actually i have to hand it to you Did we made raw compelling raw, i thought welcome. that was a good conversation <laughs> what did you say justin we should all get a point for making raw compelling absolutely not one okay. point <laughs> actually wait you're the one who scored the point so technically you I want did. to dilute your own point go ahead everyone should get one no point. i did no 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 <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. God. Yeah, no, you said it. You said it. Too bad, kid. Back. No, take backsies. <laughs> you say I'm the latchkey kid. <laughs> what a benevolent you. champion. What a okay, nice. Okay, well, kid. everyone has one point now, and hey, appreciate it, Justin. <laughs> Justin, you have control of the board. Uh, yes, Justin, you want to give that board. up too? For two points, Justin. <clears throat> was Friday any better? Please tell me it was better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid, no, I'm afraid of this question because I don't know if Shawnee enjoyed <laughs> it's uh, a, SmackDown. SmackDown was better, yes. It's a 50-50 shot. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. That's a yes. Yeah, no, go ahead and talk about SmackDown a little bit. Okay. Uh, listen, the, the Hell in a Cell match was great, which made SmackDown cool, right? Like, of course. Taking that off of the pay-per-view last minute, last, you know, a couple days before, taking Roman Reigns off the damn pay-per-view, was a dumb move that made absolutely no sense. If this led to something at Hell in a Cell, even if it wasn't a match, even if it was a segment, Jimmy Uso turning on Roman, and now we have Roman versus Jimmy at Hell in a Cell or somebody else, that would have made more sense for me. Uh, so, yes, the Hell in a Cell match was good, of course. Yeah, it was history-making, having it on SmackDown so on. It didn't make sense for me last minute without an explanation, without a reason why, and without a follow-up at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view to take Roman Reigns and this match off of the pay-per-view. This tells me... Okay, wait, wait. Let's freeze right there. Let's freeze right there. All right, Nate, uh, we're going to give everyone an opportunity. Uh, Friday night, was it better? Let's see if you can give a compelling uh, argument. Then... Was it better than Monday? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I'm pretty sure that a root canal would be better than Monday Night Raw at this point. I would, I would honestly, I would rather, uh, you know, uh, take a staple gun to my taint than watch well, Raw geez, at this geez. point in my life. Come on, okay. you're so just trying to get by the title default. But <laughs> listen, I, I can go for a third one if you want me to, Shawnee. Don't tempt, don't, don't press your luck. Um, the it it, it is better by default. It's still not good. There was I'm I'm with uh, I'm I completely agree with Justin. Uh, the, the fact that 
uh, the Roman and uh, Ray uh, match being moved to SmackDown without any explanation didn't make sense. There wasn't anything about the match that made me go, yeah, th- th- there. This is why it was on SmackDown. It was not abundantly clear why they were putting this on SmackDown. And I think the frustrating thing is, is that the only answer that I can come up with is that they didn't want three matches in a Hell in a Cell cage on the same pay-per-view, which I guess I can understand, but they should have moved Bianca and um, and uh, Bailey to uh, SmackDown if they were going to move either of the matches. Um, so, yeah, I, I it, 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 overall, this did nothing for me, but I think by default, it's better than Monday Night Raw. Chuck, was this uh, one of the shows that you watched? It was. All right. So you get a chance to, to, to chime in. Was it better than Raw? I think so. I think on a weekly basis, SmackDown is better than Raw, which is fascinating because it's coming out of like basically the both the same creative. What a hot take. Five days of each other. But I'm going to go in an opposite direction while getting a hell in a cell on SmackDown is pretty cool. Getting to see Shinsuke Nakamura crowned as the true king of WWE. That's got my attention. All right. So that was the most compelling argument for me, Erica. Um, What do you think? How are we going to, how are we going to lay some points here? Um, Everyone gets a point right now. Well, no, no, no. I didn't realize we were going to be judging everyone by this because oh, yeah, frankly, no, just, I've, I, frankly, I've been, I've been, I've been upset ever since Nate mentioned the whole stapling of his taint thing. Oh. And I haven't really been able to focus because why would you do something so bad to an area? So delightful. Uh, okay. I just, what is your problem? Ask Steve-O. <laughs> I'm not the one who invented it. Steve O came up with it. That's yeah. or how about he, this? And he was how about on this? drugs. How about this? Monday Man night drugs. Monday night raw is worse than getting your crotch lit on fire and then weed whackered after, and they can't put out the fire, so you run out of the fucking building screaming. Outlaw Macho. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did everyone did everyone yeah, see geez. that clip? It was a great clip. <laughs> Anywho, um, well, I feel like uh, any sort of mention of Shinsuke will yield points. So I say Chuck gets the points. And yeah. All right. Two points for Chuck. Frankly, I heard both Justin and Nate say that it was a better show, but then not convince me that it sounded like a better show at all. They said it was a good idea to do this, except they did all of it wrong. Like, it sounds like exactly the same show. I mean, it shows how bad raw. I'm not trying for the points, whatever, but. I know. I know. The, you guys are doing whatever hell you want with the points this week, clearly. But yeah, well, point, wait, I was trying to give you a point, and you demanded that we spread one I around for everybody. Anything. I said demand. an extra point. Anyway, no, raw, raw is literally irredeemable at this point. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I, I will say with the Roman Ray thing, the other thing that bothers me is the story was Roman took out Ray's son. Hell in a Cell took place on Father's Day. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. I didn't even I didn't she, even put that together. That's a that's a very story. good point. That's a very good point. Here's the story. Run with it, and they just fucking threw it away. It made no sense. <laughs> all right, all right, Erica, I'm gonna prepare you this time. All right, because we're gonna move on here to the three point question. We're gonna start with Chuck, and then we're gonna go around Rob and Nate, and then Justin. So, hell in a cell, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it certainly happened. All right. 
Wow, that's your certainly happened. Uh, as Nate said earlier, hot take. Nate, <laughs> hell in a cell, huh? Absolute fucking dog shit. Why? I, I, I can't. First of all, hang on. Before we even get to the fucking program, okay? I, as as was already pointed out, great point that Hell in the Cell took place on Father's Day. So what am I doing? I'm out celebrating Father's Day with my father, okay? When do I get back? Oh, at about 9.30, 10 o'clock. Peacock does not have the ability to start a program from the beginning. There was no ability for me to rewind, to go back, to be able to start this thing from an acceptable point. Because when I turned it on, it was Alexa Bliss, and I immediately turned it the fuck off. I need to never see Alexa Bliss on my television ever again. Uh, I can't figure out. Uh, I can't figure out why half of these people are still employed. Even the one, the one match that I was really into and I was really interested in had maybe the worst fucking finish of them all, which was Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. That was heartbreaking. Those girls were putting on a hell of a fucking performance. And then it they ended on a disqualification on some shit that people do on Monday Night Raw two or three times over that never get disqualifications. It didn't make sense. WWE has this real problem where they set up their own rules for the, for a match or for a pay-per-view, uh, and then they don't. Oh no! I, his head may have exploded oh my, again. Oh no! I'm oh. I'm I'm so mad! I've broken my microphone. <laughs> oh my goodness! The, the anger the anger cannot physically be contained in my microphone right now. Uh, it, they they have this they have this habit of setting up the rules and then not following the fucking rules, especially at Hell yeah. in the Cell, because this is you know when they said uh, no countouts, no disqualifications for the Hell in the Cell match, I went well except that one with the fucking fiend. It, it, they they can't. Right. They, they have an inability to put on a program that makes logical sense. And it's driving me absolutely fucking crazy. Also, Bobby going over was the wrong move. All right. Fair, fair. Yeah. All right, Justin. Unless, unless Brock Lesnar is coming back, All then right. it, then All it right. makes sense. Right. Okay. Oh, he's like, right, shut up. <laughs> Justin. Yeah. LSL, huh? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it happened. No, uh, listen. <laughs> you can't steal my answer. <laughs> no, uh, point. No, 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 not doing that. Uh, listen, Hell in a Cell was a, a pay-per-view with a solid card. Phenomenal matches. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn put on a better match than they did at WrestleMania. Bobby Lashley and Drew had a great match inside Hell in a Cell, even though it was the fifth one, fifth time we've seen that. Rhea and Charlotte, another great match with dumb finishes, period. We had six matches. Half of them ended with either a roll-up yeah. or a disqualification. That is including the main event inside Hell in a Cell. Bobby yeah. and Drew beat the hell out of each other. Shout out to Hornswoggles throwing the table pieces back from underneath the ring, by the way. <laughs> Bobby and Drew beat the hell out of each other, and it was a roll-up that ended the Hell in a Cell match? Tell me the last time a roll-up happened inside Hell in a Cell. And you last also night. Where's my point? <laughs> <laughs> Erica? That might no, be worth the point. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's not. No, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Finally. No, no. Listen, Justin, other- yeah. 
the other part of Hell in a Cell that they dropped the ball. Because here's another story that is right here, and you ruined it. Put Kofi and Xavier with Lashley and MVP. Put them in the Hurt Business. MVP is talking to Kofi every single week. The door was open to let another ref in. That opened the door for somebody to get involved. And they decided to just go with the roll-up finish to end the pay-per-view. So Hell in a Cell, solid card, great matches until the fucking ends. Uh, I got a I got a legit question. Was Kevin Owens legitimately hurt? Because he took that plancha really poorly and he was favoring his shoulder the whole yes, time. Yes, I thought it's the same thing. Yeah, I, because that didn't look planned. That that looked like it was it, it was either Kevin because Kevin could go. It, I mean, it's Kevin Owens. It could go either way. Uh, it was either, you know, they knew that that looked bad. So Kevin had to oversell it or it was a legitimate injury. I just haven't heard an injury report. So me neither. But the fact that he ran immediately to the other side of the ring is what worried me because he yeah. got right up holding his arm and went to the complete opposite side of the ring. Yeah. All right, Erica, any uh, thoughts on how we should award points here? Did Chuck have his Unfortunately, say? Yeah, yeah, I said it, it happened. happened. Oh, oh, that's which all. Is, that's it. Which is yeah. factually accurate. Sorry, I, 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 um, I again was not paying terribly too much attention because I am on call for work and like right. you know we we got the first openly gay NFL player and Lord announced a tour, so I'm like, oh no, <laughs> so this is interesting. Uh, so I have to write stuff. It's it's a hoot. Um, I, you know what? I'm giving um. I, I, I award this to Chuck again. Wow. I don't know. Ah! Wow. Controversial. Unbelievable. God oh my God. Wow. Oh my God. First but of all, one round, Erica. Where does that leave us with points? Hold on. I had to do some quick math. Chuck is in the lead with six points, followed, hey! by, Justin, by, followed by Justin A, each with one point uh, themselves. Um, I say we still defer to the champ to lead off round two. Okay. Um, look, look, guys. Um, the this question structure doesn't really exist anymore. It's uh, it's <laughs> no, a what? very look. If you have a look, I and frankly, I like kind of this wheeling and dealing loose structure because you don't know what you're gonna get, especially when you're not paying attention. You never know. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. Wow. You know, wow. You know Look how what? No, quickly Nate, he gets sold. Wow. And Nate is starting round two. All right. There Nate. We oh, go. I was okay. going to give it to Nate because I know he feels the same way I do. Nate, go ahead. You All right, know, Nate. Look, I'm sorry. I have to work. Okay. I'm sorry. Mama got to make the bill so she can go shopping for us. Shut up over there. <laughs> Snacks don't buy themselves, boys. Would you like uh, midweek meat? Or uh, around the ring, Nate. Uh, I, I guess midweek meat. All right. About the meat. All right. So, 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 who's the new guy on NXT? I don't know. You got five. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not watching NXT. I don't. Oh, oh my wow. god! Wow! Wow! Oh. Wow! Wow! Okay, we we move on back to Justin, the champ. Samoa Joe. Joe, Joe, Joe. That Joe, is correct, Joe, sir, for one Joe. point. Wow. Yeah. Uh listen, this is 
fucking amazing and quickly becoming it's going to rival Roman Reigns' story as the best story in wrestling right now. Because this is going to be good. Samoa Joe taking the 2003 Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, co-GM of Raw Don't Provoke Him storyline is fucking gold. And he already got into it with Cross. He already choked out Adam Cole. That segment of him choking out Adam Cole and yelling that when he wakes up, Mr. Regal will be waiting for his answer. That was phenomenal. We know it's only uh, waiting for him to get healthy so he can have a match with Every well, probably everybody that he came in contact with at some point on Tuesday night. He's phenomenal on the mic. He's a badass. I'm glad he's healthy enough to do at least choke people out and make it that much, you know, more fun. Uh, <laughs> this is great. I am so and and by the way, shout out to William Regal who put on his salmon suit and went straight Mark Henry retirement speech with that opening monologue because he had me sold, tears and all that he was leaving and he was never leaving. It was fucking gold. Everything about this is amazing. NXT is the best show in wrestling right now. All right. Chuck, yeah. NXT? Uh, Samoa Joe on NXT last week was the best thing in professional wrestling in the last seven days. Getting to see, I knew I missed Samoa Joe. And I said on this show last week that the best thing they could do is let Joe be Regal's enforcer. So getting that was like Christmas for me. And getting to watch Joe just fucking body every badass in nxt i'm i'm all for it like just give me this on a weekly basis man nate like you i did not watch this week um i'm happy for joe like i i i think joe's a really good dude here's the thing i don't have much context for him in the ring when i came back to wrestling it was right towards the beginning of his program where he was stalking aj's wife which i thought was really well done I thought the whole program, both the way that AJ and Joe played it, was maybe one of the last compelling Monday Night Raw angles that I've seen. Um, that being said, the majority of the context that I have for him is the time that he spent uh, as a commentator. And I thought he was great. I, I, I loved him there, too. I think it, this role will be good for him. He's very good in every role that I've ever seen. The problem is it's on NXT. And I don't want to watch NXT. It's still, uh, I, I, I mean, listen, WWE has driven me away from everyone, every one of their products almost uh, in in a method, methodological way. Like, like there's no, like it, it, they had to come up with a formula to be able to drive me away from a program like this. Um it, it, I, I not even since watching uh, takeover. I thought that the most recent takeover was very competent and, and, and it was good, but there was nothing that stood out about it to me that I was like, Oh yeah, I'm Who's going to remember that five way in, in three years. You know what I mean? Um, there hasn't been anything because I, the way that I look at it is the takeovers. I always watch because that's an opportunity for them to win me back. They didn't win me back with the most recent takeover, so I haven't been watching the, the show. Well, takeover. This last takeover was probably the sloppiest they ever put on, uh, but I think the week by week show. I think what gets me is to call NXT the best show in wrestling. It's the most consistent show 
that makes the most sense story by story. The transitions from one storyline to another make all the sense in the world. There's not, not, not much confusion as to why all of a sudden this guy's in the title picture. It's a slow build. You could see the growth week by week with every story, every superstar. You know, there's no just random challengers throwing in there. No except random matches for, thrown at pay-per-view. Except for when somebody gets called up randomly. So, well, that's but that's on the main roster. I'm talking no, about no, 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 and hundred percent that is not on the storytelling of NXT. But that's why it's so much harder for me to invest myself in right. what's How going on in to NXT. Watch someone go through four years of development only to get plucked to Raw. Yes, right? and, and then, then ruined. kicked in the nuts week after week. Totally, and then, it, and then it, for the announcers to go, "Who is this?" Right, exactly. Who is this person? It's so it's so disheartening, and it's like they they've got this this most recent group of NXT call-ups that they're currently in the, in the middle of fucking up. So it's really hard for me to be like, like get really invested in what's happening over there because I listen, I like carrying cross. I, I liked killer cross. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I liked his work in TNA. I like Dexter Loomis a lot. Um, you know, I, it's just when I hear, when I hear about, SmackDown bringing Bronson Reed and uh, uh, Karrion Cross in to do a dark match on SmackDown this week. That makes me really nervous. That makes me genuinely nervous because where's Keith Lee right now? I can understand. I can Keith, underst Lee. Keith Lee is like at the top of my list for people in the entire industry. Where is Keith Lee right now? I can understand absolutely anybody that is turned off by the ability to get invested in somebody in NXT so that they can get called up to Raw or SmackDown right. and completely screwed up. Like I, I understand that uh, completely, but I was talking to a friend about the Samoa Joe stuff and I was saying how fascinating it is that the way we were gushing about last week's NXT is the same way five, seven, 10 years ago, we would have been gushing about an episode of Raw or SmackDown. And sure. now it's, it's all, focused on that NXT show. And as much as I said in the previous round that Raw and SmackDown are night and day, the the level of investment from SmackDown to NXT is just as, it's just as wide a margin. And at least in that point, you've got different creative doing it. So I can point to like, okay, I like the way these guys tell a story as opposed to these guys. Right. Once again, when it comes to Raw and SmackDown, as far as I know, it's the same creative. So I don't know why you're doing it one way on Fridays and another way on Mondays. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you got three hours to play with on Monday, two hours on Friday, but I think it needs to come down to quit call-ups, quit acting yeah. like NXT is your developmental. Someone's got to kill that, the old man. That's the only way we stop right, this. Right. <laughs> stop treating it like the minor leagues. If I'm making a sports reference, no one's calling anyone up from the minors. Cause this is your big league team. This is your best show. The storyline to do it with now that you have guys like Samoa Joe, Ember moon, Finn Balor going back to NXT, the storyline that could also benefit the main roster shows is them saying on TV in promos, we don't want to go there because we're the best show in this company right now. And then now you have Triple H cutting those promos. You have Samoa Joe down there cutting those promos. You have guys going back like Damian Priest showing back up on NXT. And now you have Raw and SmackDown trying to step up their game as well in storyline. And that just put, lights a fire under everyone's ass to put on a damn good show behind the scenes, in the ring, everywhere. We because already NXT got is not your call up. 
we already kind of got that storyline uh the one time where the roster the main roster was stuck in saudi arabia yeah and all the well, nxt they folks survivor series yeah the last right the yeah and, and they worked series. that into survivor series and i thought that that was really good like they had a great opportunity to take the nxt brand it. as a whole and make that a third the third co-equal brand but instead it became abundantly clear that no, the the people who are at the top of WWE still see NXT as their, uh, you know, as as their uh, minor leagues, and uh, I think that that's it, it does no favors to the best produced WWE product, and and again, uh, it, they keep driving, they keep finding new ways to drive me uh, away, which is impressive in its shittiness, if nothing else. You heard it here first, folks. Karrion Cross called up to the main roster, resumes as Killer Cross, and murders Vince McMahon. Matt there Bloom may be showing up with a pile of money, a la Jimmy Snuka. <laughs> I was thinking Bye. that uh, Killer Cross Ooh. is the uh, one. Retribu Retribution might work with Killer Cross at the lead. Let's bring him back. <laughs> there we go. Let's give Retribution. By the way, Bronson oh, Reed and 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 Karrion Cross on SmackDown for dark matches is what I heard. There's no live crowd. What dark matches are we doing? Yeah, it, it, and it and, was to see if if Vince McMahon, like Mr. Burns, was willing to turn his head to the left to see what his new toy might possibly be, and he went. Ugh. That's so insane. <laughs> that company produces television with those two dudes on it. What the fuck? Like, yeah, all you, you got to do is watch an NXT from the they last They flew two guys. They flew two guys into wherever the fuck they were taping SmackDown. I can't remember what fucking field it is. But they flew them to f the, the fucking Thunderdome and said, do it here because the old man doesn't want to look to the left. Fuck. <laughs> we got to see how they, how they perform in a big arena in front of a live crowd. Oh, wait. Wait Get a minute. The fuck <laughs> out of here. Have the Rolling Stones killed. <laughs> right. All right. All right. So, uh, geez, we're only halfway through the game. You guys, Sorry. what can I do? What, it's so bad. <laughs> all right. right. One word answers the rest of the game. All right, Go. Justin. Just, no, who has this? You have I, it, Justin, I, right? I, I, did, yes, you, I, okay. yes. I did not see that coming. And technically, I did not even see it on the television, but I didn't read about it. For two points, how did the million dollar coronation go? <laughs> oh yeah uh la knight beating the hell out of uh ted dibiase what and cameron grimes coming to ted dibiase's aid what a great heel move is that right like <laughs> la knight is a top five heel in wrestling and this was a phenomenal heel moment this dude is so good even though the ladder match was not great at takeover and uh, was Chuck called him out, you know, he needs to learn how to talk without making it obvious that he's talking during the match. Yes. That's why he's in, you know, the developmental of, of WWE. He is great. And Chuck said this to me. I think you said this to me. I don't think it was on the show. I think it was when you and I were talking, if you can make Cameron Grimes a face, if you can make Cameron Grimes cheered, you're a, fucking phenomenal heel your professional fucking wrestler because you got me saying even as goofy as he is smiling and wanting cameron grimes you know instead of being irritated and hating him like i was three weeks ago because of la night and how good of a heel he is we're cheering and wanting more cameron grimes la night uh, is phenomenal 
I, I believe that if there were real crowds in that building, that Cameron Grimes would be getting legit pops at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. they've they've got like, I don't know, a couple dozen people in there and they're pretty psyched about it. But yeah, if yeah, you're but still it's a not sale with a full arena of people, Cameron Grimes would be fucking over. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's over for sure. It's going to be very interesting to see NX. I mean, all of it. We've been talking about it for a year, but NXT, because of I think they have a real like their their verve is going again. Like their 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 fan base, I think, is getting really excited about their product. I don't know if that what that means for numbers, but between them, AEW, I think that that's where it's going to be just so much fun for me to watch the crowds come back because those are the fans that are just like the true blue hardcore. Yeah, like can break down all this stuff to the end. He's a top five heel, you know, it's like, <laughs> like real passion, you know, like we don't have that. Who are the top five heels in WWE? Eh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, um, go ahead, Chuck. I'll tell you what, if they want those ticket numbers for all those live shows to, to jump in those first couple of live shows, put some sprinkles of NXT talent in there. Middle of the card, all of a sudden, we've got LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes for the million dollar title in a you know, like Saturday night house show. And like, once the internet catches wind of like, you got to go to these WWE live shows because you have no idea what NXT talent was going to show up, uh, I think those tickets go to the moon. Wish uh, Dogecoin that would makes go a, to the moons. That They're makes a, a lot of problem. sense, though. Like, <laughs> I, I like, I'm shocked by how much sense that makes. Like, as, as I sit here and think about it, okay, because I've said. There's no fucking way that I'm going to go to a WWE house show when there's still somewhat a deadly pandemic happening. No way. Not going to an arena. Not happening. At least not for another year. However, you got some of those NXT matches on the card. Right. That changes things completely. By the way, Finn Balor and Karrion Cross showed up in Philadelphia last week. Who knows who's going to be in Detroit this week? Yeah. Teaming with uh, Mason T-Bar. <laughs> oh, God, we, we would get we would get Mason yeah, well, T-Bar, well. wouldn't we? Fuck. Yeah, well, yeah that's our main event. It, was, it is kind of a poison chalice, isn't it? Uh, all right. All right. Who, who's got the board now? Is it I uh, still Justin, Justin is right? Still Justin. He's just rolling. He's rolling got control of the meat. Meat. I right. got, Yeah, I got all the meat. Control. Got a firm grasp on the meat. He's got a firm grasp. <sighs> Never saw this coming. AEW <laughs> ended their run on Friday nights with the best ratings yet. How many people watched, Justin? You said AEW? Uh, yes, AEW on Friday night. AEW on Friday night. How many people watched late Friday night? Um, I don't know. Let's do four hundred thousand. Nate, higher. Um, let's go six hundred and fifty thousand. Chuck, lower. Ooh, uh, five forty. Justin higher. 560. Nate lower. Oh. 550. <laughs> higher. What? What uh 557 432? Lower. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? <laughs> 555. Lower. 
five fifty four. Lower. <laughs> this is five hundred five hundred and fifty one thousand two hundred and seventy two. Higher. You say 551. 552. That is correct, sir. Yes! That is correct for three points. You've swept the round. That's Woo! right. What does this bode for the Friday night show? I mean, obviously these numbers, not good. Not good. No, I don't, I don't, I don't. That's the tough part of wrestling right now is the fact that there's so much wrestling already that for AEW trying Erica, you got something? Yeah, okay. I do. I was raising my hand to say, like, I'm next. Gotcha. So, but continue Sorry. with your point, dear. It, lo- it seemed okay. urgent. I don't know why it seemed urgent to me. Uh, <laughs> no, I think uh, that's what makes it tough is the fact that there's already so much wrestling. Um, to put it on as much as w- and, and this is, WWE is bad. We know that, right? Mainly Raw. SmackDown's okay. We know WWE is bad, but I still don't think it's smart to put it on uh, the same night as Raw or SmackDown, right? I think if you're going to put it on the same night of another show, I, I know either you don't want to go back to NXT. Obviously you already tried that. You already did that. Maybe you do it with, you know, impact because of the fact that, you know, you have that storyline with impact anyway, it makes it, t- it's tough either way. Uh, you know, if you're going to put it on the same night of WWE, you got to put it at the same time because I, you're asking people to stay up even later to watch your show, you know, after watching two hours of wrestling, most likely, it's it's a tough situation right now, and then you add in all the YouTube shows they already have as well. It, it I don't know. It, there's it, it's it's a tough situation. You're gonna have to rival somebody. You can't go after anybody. You're gonna have to pick a show. Go on Monday nights. You see how bad Raw is going. Put it on Monday nights. Forget your YouTube show on Monday nights. Put your your TV show on Monday nights. The only or put your YouTube that- show and, and hit the third hour of Raw. Like go right after their main sure, event. Sure, sure. Erica, the only- go ahead, Erica. Um, I'm not terribly worried about this because it's temporary uh, because they're going to go back to Wednesday nights. Once what the NBA is, is their playoffs yeah, no, starting next up. week, dynamites back on Wednesdays, but the new show. Yeah. Rampage oh, the new show is going to be oh. at that time slot. Uh, I mean, like it's worth it. I mean, where else are they going to really put it? Because they've kind of backed themselves into a corner with their YouTube stuff. Just just let it go like, you know, or, or, you know, if if Rampage means like things are a little more salty because it's at 10 o'clock, you know, everyone's always hungry for blood and titties. I don't know. Like they could do something (laughs) not to, you know, I think it's I I mean, it's well, I don't know. You could have an epic Brit Baker match. Come on now. (laughs) Yeah. So oh, I mean, I'm, not, I'm, not terribly, I'm not terribly concerned. Like, I think it's going to be OK, because what, where else? I, I feel like they don't want to do the thing that was done to them, which I do respect. They chose a night where nothing was happening. And then WWE got, you know, their underwear in a twist and they're like, no. We're going to go on that night, too. And then they got beat. So it's just like, let them go. They're still probably going to draw like respectable numbers. TNT wouldn't have given them that time if they didn't want them to have it. Go for it. And plus, I don't even know what their programming is like on TNT. Actually, no, it's going to switch to TBS soon, too. So, yeah, so I'm look, I'm look, we all know media companies totally know exactly what they're doing at all times. I'm sure it's fine. Bullet Club is fine, everybody. Bullet Club, Club is, is fine. fine. 
Good uh, callback. A couple of points I had. Uh, one thing Justin had mentioned, put it on Monday nights because Raw is garbage. I agree, except for the point of you're running the risk that they that WWE will finally be like, ah, competition, let's try again. Uh, but it's gonna know, happen. That's gonna happen no, it way. matters if they try now. They pissed everybody off so damn much. Yeah. Uh, but I've also been very curious over the last couple of weeks if anyone else has had the same problem I have in that with putting with taking my Wednesday night show and sticking it on Friday where I already have appointment viewing for wrestling, I've completely checked out for like three full weeks. Yes. Uh, just like Wednesday runs around and I'm like, oh, I don't have any wrestling to watch tonight. Okay, well, I guess I'll find something else to do. And then Friday rolls around and after two hours of SmackDown, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm done. Sorry, guys. And it's not exactly the most easily time shifted program either, because it's like if you don't directly DVR it like, you know, it's it's hard to find on demand. You know, it's it's not readily available streaming like I've got HBO Max and for a while wasn't AEW plugging HBO Max and they're they have yeah. no presence on there whatsoever, yeah. which I think is really weird. Um, so, you know, I think, I think that's, that's the first big problem is that they've tried to time shift an audience that has really kind of built themselves around habitual viewing. Do I think that this bodes ill for rampage? I actually don't because I think that they have to keep First of all, they've got to commit to a time slot. So it does them no good to be there for three weeks and then get cold feet and go back to TNT and go like, can you move us? They wasn't doing very well. Like they'll have a show that's on Wednesdays that's doing between 700,000 to 1.2 million, which is really good. TNT and all of Turner should be very pleased with that. And then let's say that, you know, Rampage, uh, they get what they're currently getting. 500,000 is not bad for a Friday night. Friday night, especially at 10 p.m., there is a hard drop-off in the East Coast for who's watching still at 10 p.m. So you've got a bit more, uh, they, they've got a job to do picking up people in the central states and on the West Coast, and I think that will be enormously helpful for their ratings. Otherwise, um. Uh, you know, my concern about it is, is that they're they're going into it nervous and that they're going to try to hot shot it for like four or five weeks. That, I think, is a really, really bad idea. What they need is what AEW needs most out of anything is consistent booking. And even with one fucking show on television, they're not getting that. So if they can do if, if, you know what I mean? Like. That, I think, is the most critical component to get right. Don't start putting your most important matches on Friday and, and uh, you know, having the audience on Wednesday suffer. The goal is to start building a new audience on Friday, not to move everyone from Wednesday to Friday. And, you, you know, you want a new crop of people. You want to be introduced to you know, what I don't even know what the program is leading into rampage is going to be i assume it's going to be another movie because that's what tnt always shows so Shank redemption every night yeah, oh, man, there's three like i get it like you know what i mean like they have four movies and that's all they show for six months and then they get four more movies so i'm assuming it's going to be you know uh, a movie 
But, you know, if it's if it's not, if it's maybe some more compelling program that may expose them to more people who just happen to be sitting on TNT on a Friday night. Now, when this all moves to TBS, that's when they kind of get the opportunity to reset. I think, you know, if I'm AEW and I'm moving networks, unless they're clearing out programming for me to be there, then I'm probably reevaluating which night I'm even having dynamite on. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Are we ready to go on to the third round? Boy, this show seems like it's been going on forever. Can I I tap out? Can I just... (laughs) Can I just pack it in and go home? But you're leading round three. You're, you're leading lead. into round three. You oh could sweep boy. this mother. Could, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I, look, I've, With how much look. wrestling I've watched. Uh-huh. Okay. Good luck. Erica, where's the score? All right. Well, Justin ran the uh, round two, so he's got seven points. Chuck with six. Nate with one. And ye of little faith is going to be starting round three. <laughs> All right, let's just get right to it here. Nate, New Japan is returning to the U.S. Uh, in this city on August 14th. Don't know, don't care. Oh, goodness. All right, Chuck. Uh, I'm going to say New York, but it's a wild guess. All right, it is an incorrect one as well. Justin. Uh, I did not hear this, but if I had to guess Florida or Texas, so I'm going to California, Japan comes, they, they fly across the Pacific ocean <laughs> to the West coast. And there's don't a huge fucking population there. Of wrestling fans. Lesson. Don't turn this into a geography lesson. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Also, this is also a chance have... for Erica to talk about new Japan. Yes, I mean, is. I mean, they only have the LA dojo. They have the, it's called the LA Dojo. Why wouldn't it be in Los Angeles? Haven't you buffoons ever read Nakamura's autobiography? No, no, unfortunately. But I did listen to him on uh, on a podcast, on Renee's podcast, and he was very charming. Anyway, um, I, you know, it'll, it's going to be interesting to see what this show looks like because uh, this is going to be the first time that the Good Brothers are appearing on New Japan programming uh, since the big exit. Almost uh, worth so flying out. <laughs> to, to, to California, or like, let's go. Let's man, go. To, I, like, I'm ready like, to make a move, being... man. August, whew, the Good Brothers, Switchblade's going to be there. <laughs> I mean, that that'll be fun. It'll be nice to see Switchblade Jay White. Um, obviously, they have a lot of like the young boys uh, on excur- like minor excursion to uh, at, at the L.A. Dojo. You know, it's uh, I'm excited to see what they got, because, you know, sadly, this was going to be like a thing they were launching and then the pandemic happened and then they're like, well, shit. So it, hooray, hooray. I'm all yeah, you know me. I'm a new Japan mark. Which, by the way, oh, God, I watched uh, whatever programming they had over the weekend. One of the new storyline. Wait, do you have any New Japan questions? In I do not. I do not. OK, there's a you know, now that um, uh, Tetsuya Naito is out of the kind of the title picture, he's kind of I mean, he's still very much the leader of LIJ, but like he's now just yucking it up. And one of his new bits is he's asking uh, different members of uh suzuki goon for their autographs with like <laughs> with like a sharpie and like one of their the japanese wrestling magazines and he's like 
come on. Like he's doing like the thing that fans always do. And like it was it was a very charming bit. Long story short, he and Sonata tricked uh, Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. into signing a contract to get a title shot. It was very cute. It was very funny. And that's going to be one hell of a match. Naito Sonata versus Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. Hell yeah. Looking forward to that. Excellent. All right. All right. So uh, no one got that one. So the uh, category remains with Nate. Oh, good. The latest episode of Broken Skull Sessions Hall of Famer Mick Foley said that this big man should also be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, you got five. Giant Gonzalez. That is incorrect. But... I was thinking Giant Gonzalez. I'm in. I'm giving Nate a point. Right. Hey, I'm giving Nate a point. I'll take that point. He needs that point, clearly. All right. Who's next in the? Is it uh, just, Justin or Chuck next? Uh, it'd be I'm, Chuck. Yeah, one behind yeah. him. Was it Big Van Vader? Yes, for two <laughs> points, it was Big Van Vader. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You know, would you like to take but... a moment to uh, pay homage to Big Van Vader? It's Chuck. time! It's Chuck winning the title time. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, he's taking control of the board here, guys. And uh, ooh, I think he's he's racking up the points. But um, I, I hate to do it because this is where this conversation is going to ultimately end up. I, but <clears throat> police showed up during the main event of this indie event featuring Joey Janela and Nick Gage. <laughs> was it the GCW Outlaw Mud Show? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> Was this a work? And how much does Nate want to talk about the Outlaw Mud Show featuring <laughs> Nikki Hage and Joey Janela being busted by the police? Uh, I just want to know, because uh, he's already taken a staple gun to the taint, how much worse <laughs> yeah. punishment would he take rather than go to the Outlaw Mud Show with Joey Janela and uh, Nick Cage? I did look at plane tickets to see how much it would cost to go to the Outlaw Mud Show. It was never really on the docket. No. Uh, Justin, Nate, have any comments on uh, Nick Gage? He has uh, a great rivalry, low-key greatest rivalry in wrestling right now going on with Matt Cardona. I, MDK I all day. I can't get with anything involving Matt Cardona. So Matt, Matt Cardona is your problem with that equation? <laughs> no, 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 no. That is not what I meant. That is not what I meant. I'm just okay. saying you added in Matt Cardona late and that would, that didn't help anything for me. I should say I wasn't, I was never in, don't get me wrong, but you added Matt Cardona. That didn't help everything. I love that. Eight? That's what made that's what I erupt got from silence. That's <laughs> <laughs> the idea that Matt Cardona was the problem. Yeah, oh I was my in until Matt God. Cardona showed up. I can't. Can I, I'm 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 gonna need to ask fans a favor, like wrestling fans worldwide, okay? Because one of the things that I understand people chant during Joey Janela matches is "Please don't die." I need you to stop. I need you to stop that specific chant because at this point I'm rooting for it. Like I, dude, I never <laughs> out of order. 
never want to see this guy on national television ever again. He looks like shit. He wrestles like shit. And he does this shit in his fucking free time. Get him the fuck out of here. If I ever see Nick Gage on on AEW television, I'm never watching AEW television ever again. I I know Moxley is a big mark for him or whatever, but like there has to there has to be a line. You've already got Joey Janela there. There there two of them is too much. You either have to fire them and then put Nick Gage on national television so I can watch him die on national TV or just have none of it. How about that? How about we have none of it? Because I don't want to see Joey Janela die. I don't really want to see Nick Gage die. But those are the only things that I want to see out of the two of them ever in my life ever again. I don't want to see him cut a promo. I don't want to see him wrestle a match. I don't want to see him by ringside. These guys have absolutely nothing, nothing beneficial to give wrestling. Stop. Did anyone see the uh, the cameo where Nick Gage cut a promo on Benjamin Netanyahu and said that if he ever saw him, he was going to whip his ass because uh, he needs to free Palestine? He just kept calling him Benjamin and threatening to come over there, and he said that Palestine is MDK all day. It's 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 uh, it's gang territory, and Benjamin needs to watch it. Maybe a war crime. Not really sure. No, but I did see somebody uh, fan booking in a tweet that when they do finally get Matt Cardona and Nick Gage in a ring together, that somebody in a Jedi robe with a lightsaber needs to bash it over Nick Gage's head because it's a light tube. And then when they pull the robe off, it'll be Mojo Raleigh. No, stop. No, no. There's, there's, there's Z material and I will not stand for it. Nobody is hype. For Mojo Raleigh, stop it. Mojo Raleigh can go wrestle wherever the Ascension are right now. Wherever the Ascension are. Oh my God, what are you? Getting high. Sit down, Chuck. What are you doing? All right, Erica, where's the score? Let's move on. Do we even want to do a final fall? I'm in, I want to retain my title. What I mean, okay, here well, here's the points. Chuck has eleven, Justin has seven, Nate has two. Do you have a final fall? I do. I do. I do. I mean he doesn't want to, but he does. Does everyone want to play still? Are we still playing this thing? Nate, you here for it? What if Nate just walked away from his (laughs) microphone and we just never knew? I feel like Mojo Raleigh was too much. It was, it he said before much. he said before I brought it up that there was a line and I apparently crossed it and I'm sorry. All right. You guys ready? I'm ready. I'm as ready to be champion as uh as uh Jake Hager was when he won money in the bank. In 2019 before the world became this ghastly hellscape we now exist in. There were still crowds at events, and the WWE was a little less awful. Nice. Round robin, you know, the three count, so to speak. 2019 Hell in a Cell. Oh, no. Who appeared on the card. Justin, we're starting with you. Were you alive in 2019? I always forget. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Stop yeah, five. 
Seth Rollins is absolutely correct. Are these these were with two points each? Yeah, we're gonna go two points each. All righty. Chuck. Uh, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens. And I don't see Kevin Owens. Was he uh, definitely in Hell in a Cell in 2019? Doesn't uh, look like definitely. it. No. Nope. Just nope. A, this is a nightmare because last week was so rough. I was hoping this wouldn't happen. All right. You got one. Juan! Nate, are you with us? The fucking fiend. The fiend. That is right. Face that shitty red team. light match where, yeah. where yeah, he got Seth. fucking disqualified in yeah. a hell in the cell match. What the yes. fuck is that shit? Yes, and everyone said this is the worst thing ever. And everyone said in response, and it only got wait, worse from yeah, there. Now everyone said, "Wait, hopefully it'll get better." Hopefully, <laughs> remember that. It's remember the worst that? thing ever. Week one, so far. Was like, the red light sucked, and the mallet looked kind of dumb. And he called it a mallet-like object when it's clearly just a fucking hammer. Uh, but maybe it'll get better. Maybe it'll get better. And it's that was two years ago, guys. All yeah. right, two years ago. Good times roll, Justin. All right. uh, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, that is correct. Chuck. Uh, Braun Strowman. Baron Strowman, yes. Hey. Yes, Nate. Wow. Uh, Randall Keith Orton. Yes, sir. Randall Orton. Good, good, safe bet. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah, he's always a safe bet to be on. Um, let's do. Who's she face? Um. Uh, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks didn't defeat, uh, uh, in fact, lose to Becky Lynch by submission in, the, That's what she in ah! that match. In that match, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Chuck. Even, even though you already said who Becky Lynch's uh, opponent was, I'm going to take a wild swing with Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans was in that card. Hey, all right. Good for you, I guess. Relax over there. Gosh, we're still playing. Just excited. Neat. Uh, show me AJ Styles. AJ Styles was present. Show Justin. me Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair. Uh oh. Really? Yes, Charlotte Flair was there. Charlotte I was going to say, I was, I'd be surprised. Yeah, yeah. This is a, actually a fairly packed card for the women's division. Why don't Chuck? Um, I'm trying to remember if this was a raw only pay per view or if it was multi brand. Uh, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan was at cool. LSL SmackDown was there. That opens 20, it up a lot. 19. SmackDown was there. <laughs> All right, Nate. Uh, who was still? I'm trying. I'm uh, now. I'm just trying to go through. Like who was on the roster in 2019? Um, uh, Baron Corbin. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Populate still King Corbin. Like two. This has been Seriously? going on for this long. It's like it's are dead. you fucking kidding? Goddamn Rumble still hasn't had one. Like, what is- dude hasn't had one title shot or anything out of it, but he was fucking king. <sighs> He's trying um, to he's trying to outpace uh King Macho Man Savage. Uh, uh, 
I had a guess and it went away. I'm going to go with, gosh, my guess went away. Bailey. Bailey was on the card. She was uh, the champion, lost to Sarah Charlotte Flair, uh, also by submission that match. Hmm. All right. Uh, did somebody guess AJ Styles yet? Yes. Well, then. Come on, man. How many guesses he get? That's his guess. That's a strike. All right. That's a strike. Whatever. Calm down. Okay. Chuck has two. Two. Mr. Nate Bender, you're up. Uh, The head of the table, Roman Reigns. Yes, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Let me see where he was at in this card. Uh, But, uh, ah, yes, yes. Roman Reigns is on there. I cannot reveal the full details of that right now. All right. I'm going to go with, uh, ooh, uh, actually, let's go. What route do I want to go here? Cesaro. Absolutely not. No, I don't, I don't even know what Cesaro was doing in 2019, but I'm not sure he worked for the company. <laughs> there. All right. Did you just give me an answer, Chuck? No, I said he was there. Uh, geez, who is AJ? I'm trying to. Okay. Uh, Luke Harper. Luke Harper was there. Was he yeah, really yeah, yeah. All right. I, I was trying to think if AEW was already rolling. Right, yeah, I, that kind of surprises me. He was still with the company then. I mean, if Luke Harper was there, Eric Rowan had to be there too. Yes. Okay. Yes, it was, yeah. <laughs> That's the, the only time Eric Rowan's getting on the card is if the, Luke's the, there. The Whammy Boys or whatever they yep. were called. I can't remember. The Whammy Boys. The Whammy Boys. <laughs> the whammy boys. <laughs> Wait, had they? Oh, yeah. No, they had separated them from uh, from Bray at that point. Yeah, yeah. they were. Yeah. Bray, yeah. Yeah, yep. <laughs> uh, Kofi Kingston. No, sir. The New, the new Day weren't there? Two. Nope, nope, nope. It's an interesting tag team uh, array here. Chuck. I'm going to take a chance that she was healthy and wrestling at the time. Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss was either not healthy. Oh, wait. Yes, yes. Sorry, Chuck. All right. Chuck. Yes, Alexa Bliss was there. You, you saved you save yourself from uh, defeat. All right. Nate. Um, 2019 Bork still had to be there, right? No, I do not think Bork was there, but he's coming back, everybody. Hey, hey. Uh, hey no, Bork, Bork was there for the for 2020 Mania, so he still was on the roster. I'm not, I'm not arguing that he wasn't on Hell in the Cell, but he was on the roster at that point. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Trying to remember how long this story went on. I want to take another shot in the dark, and I don't. Uh, Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross was there. Oh, piggybacking yes. off my Alexa Bliss uh, guess, huh? Our strategy. Sure. I guess I'll uh, let's let's see if I can softball <laughs> Nate an answer here. Uh, Asuka. Asuka was there. Oh. So she must have been tagging with the queen of the skies uh, or the pirate of the skies, whatever the fuck her gimmick name was. Kyrie Sane. That is correct. Yes. Whoever the fuck she was. You're welcome. Warriors defeated uh, Alexa Bliss and her best friend, Nikki Cross, who were champions at the time. Nice. 
leading to the great run of uh, Asuka, one of the only fond memories I will have of the last decade. We uh, <laughs> we still got names out there? Yeah, well, we still got, oh, we got names. We got names. Uh, oh, we got names. <laughs> well, we got names. <laughs> you want names? We got them. Uh, <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm wrong on this. Let's go. Let's see Shinsuke Nakamura. Ooh, I was going to no. guess that. Shit. No. <laughs> Shit. Nope. No Shinsuke. Really... No Shinsuke, sadly. I, he, must have been, he, he must have been tagged with, with Cesaro at that time, and for whatever reason, they weren't on the card. Oh, that would, yeah, that makes to, sense. Maybe they were. Uh, yeah, I don't know what was going on Interesting. here. I was still thinking it was going to be Sheamus and Cesaro, so that it's oh, yeah, there, that Sheamus too. wouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah. All um, right, we got um, Ray Mysterio. No, no. Son no. of a bitch. No, and that's three strikes. So Nate has one strike. Yes. Uh, so Nate. And, and a little work ahead of him, right? Yeah. Nate, you can potentially run the board here. Pressure's on now. Sure is. Um, Dude, I feel like we have picked the upper card clean. Yeah, pretty much. Like, there is no one left in the upper card in 2019 of the main roster. So I don't think any of the NXT call-ups have happened yet. Uh, Dude, this is killing me. I don't know. (laughs) Fuck it. Chad Gable. Shorty G. What? Get the fuck out of here! Get out of here! Give me all the points. Give me what? a million points. Guess who he was feuding with? King Corbin. That was a that was a pay per view match. Sweet that was two Jesus. years ago. Ugh! Wow. Ugh. I feel. Ugh! I was suddenly. I was elated, and now I'm disgusted. Are you proud of those two points? No, I'm not. <laughs> You've gone, brother. You have the board. Oh, I uh, wait. What? Yeah. Justin's out too. Oh, we're, yeah, we're all out. out. They're, yeah, they're all out. out. It's I, you, it's you. Got you. Two strikes to play with, and I don't oh, know how shit. many games left. Uh, okay. All right. Be more Hang than on. half a dozen. Um. One. What were the <laughs> dudes' names in the Ascension? Uh, Connor and Victor. There you go. Okay. Yeah, Connor. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No. No, oh, not. they weren't? They weren't there? Okay. No, no. So I still oh. got one more, right? You got one yeah. more strike. I was so excited he wanted to guess Ascension. I was willing to give it to him. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, used to have an autographed picture of the Ascension, and every morning I'd touch it and say, you can either go out there and be the best, or you can settle to be these guys. And I said, no, thank you. And I went out and kicked ass that day. Good and then you. you gave it to me for Christmas, and I treasure it. Okay, Nate, do you have an answer? Um, yes. Okay. This one also, this one feels really weird, but I'm like, I'm trying to think back to the 2K19 roster, right? Right. So give me Luke Gallows. Yes, that is correct. Oh! Ooh. Then Carl Anderson by default. Oh, see. Who are they wrestling? <laughs> 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 no, no, you answer the questions. The question's been asked. Don't try to turn this around on me, sir. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, uh, fuck logic. Let's go blind luck, Natalia. 
That is correct. Get the I'm, oh, okay. I'm sakes. done. I win. I win. I'm done. I'm done answering questions. Do I have enough points to declare victory? Because I think I just get all the points for getting lucky twice. Chad Gable and Natalia. Sadly, Nate does have enough. Points. All right, I'm jumping out. He just, he just edged out Chuck. Ooh. The final standings are. Who'd we miss? And I, I need to know who'd we miss at this point? Who? Who? What? Fucking dartboard! Would I have had to throw a dart at to get lucky enough to be able to get this? Heard of a little tag team known as the Viking Experience? Whoa! Oh goodness! Were they still the Viking Experience Actually, at that point? I don't know. I'm not sure these names on this are the names that they were in 2019. Although it says King Corbin, so I got I got all of this off of Wikipedia, uh, incidentally. Mm. Oh, but no, they were listed as the Viking Raiders. Uh, one of the names I thought looked like, oh, oh, uh, Chad Gable. Chad Gable in 2019 was 100% Shorty G, wasn't he? Or did he become only Shorty yeah, G during no, the pandemic? Was, yeah, it's got to be during. No, he was, was he Shorty G? Fuck. Or maybe that name's been wiped from the internet as it should have been. <laughs> right. I don't remember. Wait, hang on. Now I need to, now I need to look it up. Hang on. When. Well, congratulations on a hard fought victory, Nate. I'm, you know what? I'm looking up trivia. <laughs> this is much more important. Let's wrap this up, Chuck. Go ahead and talk to the people. Explain what it feels like to be the jobber of the show. You didn't win today. You didn't come in as the champ. I don't know why I'm throwing it to you. I wasn't the jobber. I was within like a point of winning there. I was the Orange Cassidy of the show. You lost. This week. Just keep talking. And you know what? I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna stay freshly squeezed. I'm going to stay cool about it. I'm going to give you the half-hearted thumbs up, and I'm going to say that I finally saw my first Danhausen match, and uh, it was just as enjoyable as I expected it to be. He's coming to a local comic store in a couple of weeks, and I have to go meet him. So Excellent. Excellent. Justin Valentine. Hi. No longer the champion. What have you got to say? You have one minute to cut the promo of your life, kid. Uh, I don't know about all that, but I got three things I want to bring up that I'm going to within the minute. First off, Becky Lynch was uh, at the Performance Center. Sounds like she's coming back soon. Uh, definitely needs to be Becky and Rhea. People keep wanting Sasha and uh, Bianca again at SummerSlam. I don't put Asuka on SmackDown unless you Asuka and Bianca. Uh, first off, number two, three Money in the Bank qualifying matches already. I'm raw, but that's not even the highlight. Karrion Cross and Bronson Reed are there again for main event tapings. Bronson oh, Reed for and God Drew Gulak. Sakes. Bronson Reed and Drew Gulak, Karrion Cross and Shelton Benjamin. Those are your matches. Why the fuck are we doing that? Why? That's what happened thing. tonight. They taped that. Main and, event uh, needs star power. Let's go clearly, to NXT. Clearly, clearly. And by the way, Randy Orton, Ricochet. Uh, both should qualify as should Drew McIntyre for Money in the Bank tonight in their latter matches. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Someone's still watching WWE. If you want to hear about it, come to the One Fall Show. Nate, <laughs> all give right. us some trivia. Give us some piss and vinegar. This give is fascinating. Good, good. This is fascinating. So Hell in the Cell 2019 happened October 6th, 2019. Chad Gable became Shorty G on October 18th, 2019. <laughs> he was so it was, it was like maybe a week or two after this pay-per-view 
that uh, Chad Gable was gifted with the worst gimmick in uh, in, in wrestling history. King no, Corbin uh, kicked the Chad Gable right out of him. That's right. Uh, listen, uh, there is one thing that I wanted to talk about, which was the abysmal match that started AEW Dynamite this week. That half fake MMA bullshit. No, I'm sorry. That was fucking preposterous. It looked like shit. It made Wardlow look like shit beating him flat like that. Like the only cool thing about that was whatever the ring that they had uh, made for it. Like I thought that was really well constructed and solidly built. It looked like it would. It looked as good as the fight pit does on NXT. And I love the fucking fight pit. Um, The fact that how did. How do you have is Jake Hager just this bad at wrestling? How do you have a guy who's actually legitimately good at MMA that doesn't know how to make MMA shit look good? I don't get it. I don't understand it. It was mind blowing. Um, and I fell asleep immediately after that. So he has a charisma vacuum. Dude, he sucks. He yeah. just he's, he is a <laughs> yeah. black hole of charisma. Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah, I didn't hate the match. Uh, I didn't love it. I did pay close attention to it because I, uh, we have Chuck and I have a mutual friend who enjoys the shoot style of, of professional wrestling and has sort of led us along that path uh, along the way. I thought it was fine. Um, I, I didn't wow me though. I thought overall this was sort of a weak episode of Dynamite. It might just be. Sort oh of- yeah, a hundred percent. And and I I really hope that this ongoing pinnacle. Uh, versus the inner circle thing is not just watching each one of the pinnacle guys uh, get beat, you know, it's <laughs> just weird matches. It, <laughs> yeah, it just it really seems like that's what that's what it's going to be. Like they got the one win, and now Jericho has to like you know pump it himself seems up. Like it's booked in reverse, right? Like usually yeah, 100%. individual people beat each other, and then it leads to a big match where everyone's yeah, in it, and they it's went, literally they went in, backwards, hundred percent in reverse. Because well, it, like they should have ended with the ultimate blow off, which was blood and guts. Right. That's that's the problem. They already did the ultimate blow off, and yeah. then now we're doing this. That's, yeah. It uh, just it does. Yeah, it makes no. Maybe sense. they're going to bring back the scaffolding match, and that'll be the five oh, on God. five. There'll be a scaffolding, and then they'll just drop Jericho off the scaffolding. They did the top of the cage blood and guts so that they would figure out how to drop somebody off a tall thing, yeah. so they could get it um, right. Hopefully, yeah. I was going to say, hopefully, they learned from WWE who purposely probably did it three times in the last two weeks of big falls that were on uh, pads and they showed AEW how to actually shoot the damn thing to make it look legit. Right. Maybe, maybe just go back to like booking a couple of weeks of good wrestling matches that make sense and don't have like somebody coming out after in the middle of a promo or, you know, after a match for a run. It's just like this all has become so rote and predictable that that's, that's my biggest problem with, with AEW. I, I really, really hope that, crowds will change that dynamic quite a bit we we do know that wwe literally are spinning their wheels like vince has has come out and said publicly at this point yeah we're spinning our wheels from a storyline perspective until we can get people back into the into the building um that's really how i see the last year year and a half of of booking from really both companies so like okay rubber's on the road it's time to get real let's do this shit for for real this time all right. 
That's what Erica? we say every Monday night. Let's do this. Excuse shit for me, real. sir. Sir. Erica. All as right. tradition, you have as much time as you'd like. Anywho, um, I, first of all, I'd like to compliment Nate by uh, complimenting his compliment of how, oh, I really appreciated the structure and the the uh, the construction of the set. And that was the nicest thing he could say. And truth be told, yeah, the 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 uh, the cage did look cool. The match was snore. Um, I digress. Hopefully this, like, as we alluded to this, this feud with Pinnacle and the inner circle gets a kick in the ass. And I think that's going to come with the Santana Ortiz versus FTR match. I think that's going to be pretty great, or at least I have just high hopes for it. Um, once again, I can't, and just to wrap things up, cause we have been going for a while, um, seriously seek out the the bits that Naito has been doing getting autographs from Suzuki Goon uh if anything it just shows that wow comedy is universal and uh you know language barriers be damned and I think that's wholesome and nice and and who couldn't use a little wholesome and nice content thank you wholesome and nice Words to live by. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. I guess this is the time where we, is this where we give all our, 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 our creds or do we do that after the, have fun, everyone. Be safe. Don't fall in the hole. Now we play the titles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, it's, it, it, this was a weird one, you guys. Uh, orange slices and Capri Suns. Uh, you already got a snack. Uh, was Friday any better? Uh, and, and I think this is going to be the winner because uh, it just it really summed up all of our opinions and feelings this entire episode. So hell in a cell, huh? Yeah, well, that's right. I like <laughs> that's that. It. Or is, was Friday any better? I do like I, I, I do better. Like um, and then, well, then you want names? We got them. Uh, that that's a very vague one, but I really think the title is so hell in a cell, huh? It kind of reminds me of that one bit uh, from Dumb and Dumber where Jim Carrey walks out of the 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, big gulps. All right. Well, see ya. <laughs> and then he just walks away. So, yeah, I got to get to work. Yeah, I'm I starving. Get, I might get into calling my name. Yep, people can find all of our stuff in the show notes. Come to the show notes or send me an email at onefallshow uh, at gmail.com. All or right. continue to yell at me about how much you know people care about Jerry Springer. So yes. go. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Jerry. Send interesting but non-aggro tweets to Erica Bannis. You can find her <laughs> stuff in the show notes. All right, have a great one, everybody. Peace out. See you.